What's up, QAA listeners? The fun games have begun. I found a way to connect to the internet. I'm sorry, boy. Welcome, listener, to Chapter 104 of the QAnon Anonymous Podcast, the QAnon Cops episode. As always, we are your hosts, Jake Rokotansky, Julian Fields, and Travis View. Police officers are getting interested in QAnon and other similar conspiracies across this great nation. We'll be taking a look at some specific recent cases and what effect the beliefs have had on the officers and the departments to which they belong. But before all that... QAnon News. First up, I have a California state congressman is targeted for harassment by QAnon followers. A key tactic of QAnon is finding someone they don't like and just spamming them with obnoxious messages over and over again. They've been doing this for years. But usually this harassment is based upon their personal confusion rather than anything that exists in reality. A good recent example is the harassment directed at California state senator Scott Weiner over his efforts to reform his state's sex registry, as Ali Brelin documented in a recent article for Mother Jones. So here's the basic issue that the, the legislation is trying to address. Current California law gives judges the discretion to not add people of certain ages to the sex registry who may technically be in violation of statutory rape laws. The leeway allows judges to determine, for example, that it would not be in anyone's interest to make a 19-year-old a registered sex offender because they had a consensual relationship with a 17-year-old. But the law only allows such discretion for people accused of vaginal intercourse with a minor. Judges have no say in instances of digital penetration, anal, or oral sex. So one sort of uh, side effect of this law is basically that homosexuality doesn't get the same amount of leeway as heterosexuality in the law. Senator Weiner introduced a bill that broadens the amount of discretion available to judges to help correct that. However, QAnon followers got it in their heads that the goal of the bill was to protect sex offenders or even legalize pedophilia, which is false and based on nothing at all. As a consequence of this, uh, the senator was absolutely flooded with death threats on Instagram and other platforms. A lot of the material was anti-Semitic. Perhaps my favorite line from that Mother Jones article about the harassment is this. A Facebook spokesperson declined to comment for attribution on the incident or the company's response, citing their potential personal risk of QAnon harassment. Lol. I mean, <laughs> so scared of these people. So I really, so you're enabling the, this community. You helped grow them by recommending, you know, QAnon accounts and, and Facebook pages mm-hmm. and stuff. And then now, you first of all, you're a Facebook spokesperson. It's your job to speak on behalf of the company. And you're terrified to do this because you're worried of what your company has unleashed upon the world. Yeah, this is like a this is like a car salesman being like, oh, she's a beaut. No accidents. No, nothing. Clean record. You're going to love her. And you're like, oh, man, well, let's take a test drive. And they're like, I wouldn't get in that thing if you paid me. (laughs) (laughs) For my next story, Dylan Wheeler, a.k.a. Education for Libs, walks away from QAnon. Oh, this no. is surprising. This was a, just a big loss for the QAnon community. But a big win for dads. Hot dads everywhere. So Dylan Wheeler, he has hundreds of thousands of followers and was the headline speaker at the very first QAnon rally in D.C. last year. But now he says he can no longer participate in the movement. He also, he was supposed to be a headliner at the second one in Tampa. And then he sent a surrogate in his place. It was that young Marine. That's right. Yeah, so yeah. he was actually supposed to attend, but in the end, his buddy gave us a pretty great speech, I Did, thought. Yeah, was it because he had had he had just had a kid or something like yes, that? Yes, he had just had a child, so. 
You so, know what? Having children changes your life. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. He it had does. the kid, and the kid's like, "Daddy, who's Q? What is it?" And he was like, "Ooh, you know, I'm having, I'm feeling uh, these ugly things I don't know. inside." His like, girlfriend maybe. was dressed as a red pill last time I saw her, and uh, I believe the child was, uh, yeah. People change. <laughs> Matching. Julie. Sure. Yeah. In the last few weeks. <laughs> don't celebrate quite yet. Wait, oh, weekly no. find out the direction he's going in. Of oh course. no! Please don't tell me like evangelical like. Yeah, it's Christ war. Yeah, I wish it was just evangelical. But here is what Dylan Wheeler said on Instagram. I've been praying for discernment lately and have been led to researching topics with an open mind and cannot ignore what I've found. My only allegiance in this fallen world is to Jesus Christ, the truth, the way, and the life. My spirit will no longer allow me to promote the Q movement. I also pray for our president to make good decisions but I will not be putting my blind faith in him. Ooh la la. Two in one. I wonder, do you think some other kind of company, like reached, like maybe nothing political, but something where he had to be a little bit more neutral? Some kind of deal? Like No, there's no indication of that either. Just you wait. Oh, so uh, this, this development uh, generated a lot of outrage from the QAnon community. Dylan produced a YouTube video in which he talks about his life change, and he read off some of the criticism he received. Julian's rum on Twitter said he thought if he mentioned Jesus enough, I wouldn't notice he's just the next controlled op a hat to out himself. And then this top comment by a guy I was friends with, if you turn your back at this point in the game, you were never really with us. And then other people feeding off of it, absolutely, this is the measure I go by now. For example, educating liberals. Lady P says, Dylan Wheeler educating liberals is officially a shill and posting info discrediting Q and our president. So lots of unhappy people. Like literally he's losing friends over this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Online friends. Uh, well, online friends, but people. But real to him. But people he was. <laughs> you know, we met him online, right, Jake? Huh? Travis. I mean, huh? we met him in, like in person. Yeah. No, we met Travis online. Oh, that's true. Yeah. He's an online oh, friend. Yeah. He's that's become true. a real friend. And he's real. I am real. That's what I'm saying. Give give Wheeler the benefit of the doubt here. My bad, Dylan. Allow I'm him so, to I'm define sorry. his friendship. Sorry, dude. <laughs> so him walking away from QAnon sounds like good news, but the bad news is that Dylan is abandoning Trump and QAnon because those things aren't paranoid enough for him. For example, Dylan Wheeler condemned Trump for being too gung-ho about vaccines. Trump said Monday he hopes the U.S. will be able to end the pandemic very, very quickly once a vaccine is available. We want to make people better, he said, adding the U.S. will first send the vaccine to the areas that need it most. Um, nobody needs this vaccine, and especially a vaccine that's never even been tested on animals, going straight to humans. Uh, he also condemns Trump for uh, encouraging the rollout of 5G technology. Uh, then in the video, Dylan Wheeler gets really weird. Because I, like I said, I was practically worshiping Donald Trump without even knowing it. And Donald Trump is a satanic Freemason. Okay, he went to Fordham University for two years, which is a Jesuit college, a Jesuit university. And now you guys really got to study who the Jesuits are, because they're at the top of the Illuminati uh, hierarchy. It's very satanic. Wait, there's like a cartoon font that says Jesuits, purveyors of world violence since 1540. They use the schoolhouse rock font. Insane. But it seems like the problem is, is that Dylan Wheeler isn't sort of removing himself from the sort of the conspiracy mindset. He's just branching off and going deeper into his own, like deep into the forest of weird conspiracy land the, away from Q. Because that's just that, that stuff's not hard enough for him. Damn, that is such a fucking quick turn from for a guy who literally owes his entire success to riding Trump's coattails and praising him and all this stuff to, to, to you know, basically just call him an outright Satanist. 
Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's <laughs> I fucking weird. I mean, for somebody that's like, you got to trust the plan, believe in the cause, believe in the cause, to go from Donald Trump essentially like yeah. hero God fighting with Michael the Archangel to save the world to like uh, that he's a Satanist now. It really kills all of your prior credibility. So the biggest expert on Dylan Wheeler is a friend of the show, Seventh Degree UK on Twitter. Uh, two years ago, he published this really well-researched sort of expose on Dylan Wheeler and how he got radicalized and his, his troubled history. It's very, very fascinating. So uh, I asked him what we could expect next from Dylan. And he, he says that uh, we should expect more anti-New uh, World Order and anti-Freemason content. He's going to mm. be big on that that great uh, content damn there's gonna be a, a massive ramping up of religious theme content there's gonna be a lot more harshness on trump uh possibly going as far as to declare him a zionist or a jewish puppet he might even begin oh. to uh, accuse trump of like racism even as he you know dives into the anti-semitic stuff he did mention that there's probably be a lot more increase of anti-semitism he's been he's been sort of playing with those themes a lot more and also of course the promotion of alternative health solutions so he's been talking a lot about hydroxychloroquine and stuff so so basically he's just he's, he's spreading his doctor. wings and fly he's becoming he's like, a nazi doctor is what <laughs> yeah. he is it's like this herbal medicine and yeah. like the occult yeah. and the i mean that, and the jews like yes this yeah. is very very troubling i i yeah, I want him to go back almost. I yes. don't know. I think he would look great in a plague mask. No, no, it's it's bad because it, here's the thing: Dylan Wheeler still has a lot of his followers. Obviously, these really cupid yep. people he's losing, but he himself, as a personality, has an audience still yes. who are going to follow him down the Nazi path. He is also yeah. young. He's blonde hair. He has blue eyes. We're seeing he the is, start of his he, career, he not is, the end. Yeah, he is right. a much scarier. And I think potentially even more influential figure as a neo-Nazi than he is a QAnon believer. I think that just is is kind of par for the course with how I mean, neo-Nazism yeah, is more focused and organized. Like it that's is true. It is a, it, it, right. in its essence going to have like such a better effect than QAnon since QAnon is powerless. I think right. that's maybe over time he's like, yeah, shit. What if I actually like got some shit going yeah. on? Like I don't. I think these rallies right. are kind of like you know not really doing it for me. We could go a little further. Yeah, he probably just got so sick and tired of like making these predictions and being like just around the corner everybody just oh, wait yeah. it's going to be incredible and just being wrong all the time i think that dylan is a vain person yeah. i think that um he well, when he quit it was it was 6 days after posting a video where he was trying to tell you that you should stop expecting so much from q you know so it's you know, but with the Freemasons and the Jews, and I mean that content will never disappoint. There <laughs> no, is, no, there is no, they no will never classics. die. There's no, yeah, there's true. nothing that you're waiting for with that kind of ideology. Mm -hmm. Instead, it's 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 more that you are building towards action. You yeah. can decode for life or effort post. Fuck! God damn it! This shit! God fucking damn it! God, it always fucking leads to, like, Nazis and shit. Like, it always does, no matter what. For my final story, Facebook bans one of the largest QAnon groups for violating the harassment and hate speech policies. After Twitter and TikTok, they took some minor action against QAnon. Uh, Facebook also joined the QAnon crackdown, as predicted, by banning the uh, Facebook group Official Q slash QAnon, which had nearly 200,000 members. This is, of course, a drop in the bucket in the vast uh, ocean of QAnon content that is yeah. still slopping around on they're QAnon. They're never, they're on, never going to Facebook. They're never going to find my Vincent Fusca fight the darkness group. Fuck, fuck them.
Fuck you, Facebook. Come and get it. Yeah, I mean, it seems like they're uh, the social media companies. They're taking some minor action in like the the last hundred days before the election. I I mean, I don't know why they're acting now when it's going to have such a little impact on it's the symbolic. community generally. It's aesthetic and symbolic. Yes, and surface level like everything else. Absolutely. It's just they it's something for news headlines like this. This was actually first reported by Reuters, so they got the scoop mm. um, that, that this action would be taken. But um, is all of this is uh, yeah, they're they're not doing shit. I bet I bet Facebook inside they've developed an equation which is like the QAnon money line, where it's like oh, okay, when QAnon gets this popular, yeah. we're still making money, but when it gets this popular we start losing money, so we're just going to keep it at that level. That's mm-hmm. right. QAnon cops. Today I'll be examining an unfortunate but predictable development in the Qniverse. Its attraction among those working forces. Police officers believing in conspiracy theories is nothing new, of course. A HuffPost article earlier this year detailed the festering of far-right conspiracy theories on The Rant, formerly known as NYPD Rant, which, by the way, I found out he had to change because the NYPD sued him. And he then said that they fired him because he was running NYPD Rant. And then they came to a settlement in which he got his whole pension restored, and he changed it to The Rant. So... Everybody wins. So this is an anonymized message board which bills itself as, quote, New York City cops speaking their minds. Launched by an ex-officer who was fired from the NYPD, the website claims to only grant membership to verified current or ex-police members. But the content posted there is, in the words of HuffPo journalists Jesslyn Cook and Nick Robbins early, quote, a cesspool of disinformation, bigoted memes and far-right propaganda, and regularly lights up with racist comments after publicized incidents of police brutality against people of color. They repost conspiracy theory-infested far-right rags like Breitbart and One American News, but also the kind of reactionary crap churned out by the Federalist. HuffPo monitored the message boards for three weeks, and here is some of the stuff they found. One post referring to the recent arrest of New York City Mayor Bill de Blasio's mixed-race daughter, Kiara, is titled, The Blast Hole's Junkie Daughter Collard. Another, White Men Stand Up to Negroid Thugs and Looters in Philly, cheered on a group of bat-wielding white men who reportedly intimidated protesters and assaulted a journalist in Philadelphia. A June 5th post called Buffalo PD Knockdown is a Hoax claimed that a video of police officers violently shoving Gugino to the ground, causing him to bleed from his ears, was staged to make cops look bad. So yeah, we covered that. That was that kind of old oh. man who was pushed over and bled out of his ears. That's, a, that's you Guys, I have so much anxiety reading about <laughs> these posts. Like, yeah. And knowing that it's like, oh, I, I basically just, I had this thought where I was like, oh, I mean, this is probably obvious. Maybe you'll cut this out. But I was like, oh, the KKK now is mm-hmm. just like the police. Yep. Yeah. They always, you know. And it always was like that. Like, that's just kind and of And the KKK like, is based around a conspiracy theory, white replacement. And if you want to check out uh, Robert Evans on Behind the Bastards, he did a great series on how a lot of the uh, police forces, they have their roots in slave patrols and stuff. Really yep. fascinating yeah. stuff. Mm-hmm. The same article also tackled pro-police publication Law Enforcement Today, which claims to be the largest media company in America to be owned and operated by law enforcement. They charge $75 a year for membership and run a syndicated radio show, defining themselves in conspiratorial terms right in their pitch, claiming to produce, quote, patriotic content that the social media giants don't want you to see. A recent article they posted also peddled in far-right conspiracy theories, according to HuffPo. One of law enforcement today's recent articles is a far-right screed that claims the Black Lives Matter movement and Antifa are using protests to destroy America from the inside. 
The piece echoes common white nationalist talking points. It blames the radical left for attacking our Judeo-Christian heritage and claims that Western society faces an existential threat in part from, quote, mass immigration from sub-Saharan Africa and the Middle East. Law enforcement today tagged the article as one of its must-reads. So just just a nightmare. Just highly concentrated white nationalist shit. Yeah. Not even dog whistle. Just just the just the absolute purest, finest, yeah. heaviest stuff. So you probably won't be surprised to hear that law enforcement today also ran an article endorsing Marjorie Taylor Greene. Our, oh, our of course. favorite far right MAGA candidate whose campaign videos portray her armed with an assault rifle and warning, quote, Antifa terrorists to stay the hell out of northwest Georgia, basically accusing the group of seeking to harm her community. Quote, you won't burn our churches, loot our businesses or destroy our homes. So you may have heard of about Marjorie, obviously, on our show due to the fact that she made an extended pro-QAnon video in 2017 and tweeted in support of the movement in 2018 and 2019. During her current campaign, Green has eschewed QAnon messaging for more acceptable conspiracy theories like the claim that George Soros is funding the Black Lives Matter movement. Just recently, Ed Mullins, the head of the NYPD Sergeants Union, appeared on Fox News via remote video with a mug placed behind him emblazoned with a big Q and the word QAnon. When reporter Christopher Matias reached out to Mullins for comment, Mullins said that for the Fox segment, he was filmed in a borrowed office and that he has no idea what QAnon is. He also would not reveal whose office it was. Uh, when Business Insider reached out to Mullins, he said this. Our country is falling apart. New York City is in crisis. And the only thing the news media is concerned about is a mug. Ed's hilarious antics aside, the first police officer to be publicly observed supporting QAnon was Sergeant Matt Patton of the Broward County Sheriff's Office in Florida. In 2018, he partook in a photo op with Vice President Pence after a team of his colleagues provided security for him during a visit. In the photo in question, Sergeant Patton can be seen standing next to the vice president while wearing a giant Q patch on his flak jacket. It was accompanied by the phrase, question the narrative. The anonymous poster known as QAnon was very excited by the entire affair, reposting the photo with these ominous words. It's spreading. Unfortunately for Patton, the department now under media scrutiny claims to have reprimanded and removed him from the SWAT team, assigning him to another department. But in QDrop2545, the anonymous poster appeared to show support, posting a link to both the Secret Service and FBI job application sites along with these words. If you decide to change careers... Your name has been entered to be fast-tracked. Q. <laughs> just, oh, just get a you know, federal job. Uh-huh. Like a massively he's like, he's Q like, police officer. That's but, right. But please, apply through the company website. Yeah, don't. <laughs> it's like, I put your name in, don't yeah. worry. Uh, yeah, 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 seriously, dude. This, uh, uh, we're we're going to hook you up, but go, you're going to no. want to go ahead and imply. Uh, I hope company. he does. I hope he does imply. He says, listen, uh, Q sent me. Q said you put in a good yeah. word for me. <laughs> God helps those who help themselves. Yeah, where's that guy being like, I applied and nothing happened. So, Man, this is bullshit. What <laughs> happened was that his massively pilled wife also took to Twitter. She was full QAnon. So she was building a community in the days after this was coming out uh, and just discussing it with Q people who were all like, he's got a job, man. He's going to be Secret Service. He's going to be, he's going to, you know, just losing oh, their man. shit. She even posted a video about her Q decal claiming that a stranger, quote, pulled up next to me at a light and mouthed that I'm a moron. He needs to be held accountable. Who is this man? After receiving tons of support from the community, she posted about it again. Thank you, screaming man. You showed me Q is mainstream. Had that sticker for months and not so much as the middle finger. I think the MSM shot themselves in the foot. Over a hundred people have told me they are awake now. It's been a tough week, but for the greater good. So I have not checked in recently uh, on Mr. and Mrs. Patton because quite frankly, 
frankly, we don't have time for this shit, boys. This was back in 2018, but I hope they're doing just great. They seem very supportive of each other. I had to move on, however, to Nico Roche, an officer from Bellevue PD in Washington. On July 2nd, 2020, Officer Roche posted a selfie in full riot gear and used Easy Meme Maker to add the QAnon slogan, where we go when we go all, to the image. Since he was posting from his personal Twitter, people quickly found his public Facebook profile as well. It served to verify the officer's previous jobs at the Honolulu Police Department and Washington State Patrol. His Twitter contained more far-right conspiracy theory material claiming George Floyd's murder was a hoax and proning hydrochloroquine as a cure for COVID-19. One of the images Officer Roche posted featured a giant Q flag with an armed Pepe in a soldier's uniform and the hashtag in it together. This alongside an image of Willy Wonka with the text, Oh, you're rioting and looting for George? Floyd or Soros? After being made aware of the content, the Bellevue Police Department placed him on, quote, administrative leave. Police Chief Milet, who seems completely trustworthy, added, We will allow the investigators to do their work fully and completely and will take appropriate actions. Chief Milet spoke to KIRO 7, a local news channel. This is what they printed. Officer Nicholas Roche was placed on leave after the department was notified about social media posts linked to the officer. Milet authorized an independent investigation to ensure, quote, complete transparency. He told KIRO 7, Bellevue police would hire an independent investigator with no connection to the department, likely an attorney. Uh huh. Quote, we will allow the investigators to do their work fully and completely and will take appropriate actions at its conclusion, said Milet. Quote, the employee has constitutional rights, as everybody else, officers do. He's got freedom of speech, freedom of expression. We carry a burden and our standard is very high because of the work that we do and what we represent, said Milet. So that last sentence is just a disaster of slip and sliding backwards. Jesus. I, I love it. It's just like, he, he has free speech, such a high standard. We hold our sheriffs to, but you know, he, he's also free, very free, so free as an American. As an American, he can say whatever he could say that Willy Wonka, <laughs> you know, Willy Wonka is uh, police yeah. chief. Yes, the Jewish, yeah, the Jewish octopi is, is controlling us all. What? He's allowed to speak. What? What? Can a man not tweet? <laughs> Just because he's an officer, he doesn't have a voice. I mean, it seems like they got like one playbook to, to, to throw up mm -hmm. a smokescreen whenever this happens. Well, we have placed on administrative leave and we're looking into the matter and we're, actions are being taken and investigations are being done and uh, we'll come to a conclusion very shortly. I couldn't agree more, Travis. I wrote here, if anything, what links the Patton and Roche incidents is the willingness of the police to partake in a bit of theater and then let the whole thing blow over. <laughs> it's just clearly what they're doing every time and this, this is the same yeah. <laughs> yeah because this is the same police chief that covered for his officers when a late 2018 video surfaced of them detaining a black woman by putting her in a chokehold you probably remember this video it surfaced during the floyd thing it was released the same month as the roche incident and milet commented on it by saying when taken in its complete context the officer's actions were determined reasonable for the resistance he was faced with the video spread further and eventually milet announced the pd would prohibit neck restraints all of this went down within a week of the Roche QAnon incident during the George Floyd's riots. June 2020 was pretty big for QAnon cops. Around mid-month, a photo surfaced of two LaSalle, Illinois police department officers at a reopen rally wearing bright yellow vests emblazoned with the letter Q. CBS Chicago reported on the photo and journalist Ali Braboy for the Illinois outlet The Times followed up with the officers in question. This is a pretty long passage, boys, but it there's really nothing I could cut out of it because it is really incredible to watch a police officer go on record in an interview with press about how much they fucking love QAnon and they're not sorry, actually, at all. 
When asked, Maneki said he does not agree with the allegations made against QAnon being, quote, right-wing pro-Trump conspiracy theory or conspiracy theory-driven domestic extremists or that the Q is a conspiracy theory. Mm -hmm. He said his participation with the QAnon movement does not affect his job as an officer in a negative way at all. Maneki explained in a statement to the News Tribune how he participates with the QAnon movement, which he said is a peaceful movement of patriotic people who have united across the entire planet to strive for a better world. We seek a world without corruption, a world where government transparency exists, a world where we all stop worrying about how we're all different. We want to put our differences aside and work together to achieve this mission. Unity, not division. Our mantra is where we go one, we go all. Uh, is there a more inclusive group out there than this one? People who follow Q, research the information provided by Q, uh, which is in the form of anonymous internet posts slash uh, drops on 8kun. 8kun. A cop saying 8kun. Very fun. Very good. I, like millions of other people on the planet, enjoy the challenge of attempting to decode the information contained within the Q drops. It's called Q research for a reason. It requires research to obtain the information encoded within the posts. There are currently more than 4,500 Q drops that have been made since 2017. As I said, it's complex and requires research to be involved. I had to pay to get behind this paywall for this article, and this is why I think this is not more publicized. Yeah. Because this person interviewed a police officer and had them go on record about QAnon and full how extensively. I can't fucking totally believe, I can't believe I missed this. This is fuck. This is It's because fucked. it's a tiny, it's a tiny local paper. The article goes on to say, Maneki said he posts the information to his personal Facebook slash Twitter page after he does his research for other like-minded people to peer review the information. I share my research in the form of what I call story time, and I've made it very clear that it's up to the reader to decide what is fact and what is fiction. There are all kinds of stories in this world. Fiction, nonfiction, you must decide. No, no. Most books aren't written so that you decide if it's fiction or not. Shut fiction. up, Julian. No, it's not how it there works. There are two <laughs> different parts of the fucking library, you goddamn moron. Look, hey, look, look, it's simple, okay? You got your fiction, you got your nonfiction, okay? You decide whatever this is. <laughs> A lot of time what you think is fiction ends up being nonfiction. I do choose to share my research in story format so even people who have no clue what Q is can follow along. Maneki said he keeps his own personal bias out of what he translates from Q, saying that anything he publishes is what he believes Q is saying. No one cares what I think. At the end of the day, it's about Q and the information provided by them that's important. One of the main objectives of the Q movement is encouraging people to think for themselves as many have lost faith in the mainstream media worldwide. Being the Q movement and mainstream media are at odds with one another, is it any surprise they demonize our movement every chance they get? No, it's to be expected, honestly, given they have a clear motive slash bias in doing so. Q serves as a way to circumvent the mainstream media, and they clearly aren't happy about that. In closing, I am merely someone who sits on my couch late at night with my dog on my lap, iPhone in hand, while seeking the truth. <laughs> It's uh, me. Is this me? It's it's, it's me. Dog in my lap. Listen, I, it's iPhone in hand. <laughs> you're, not, you're not a police officer by day, but yes. Yeah, listen, 
like everyone else, I like to get home and get a cold beer and get myself crazy pilled late at night. <laughs> Look, man. <laughs> Look, brother, I got a small dog and I got a fast internet connection. He goes on. He goes, last time I checked, there was nothing wrong with that. That's right. There's nothing wrong with being with your little dog. Beautiful. The News Tribune asks Maneki if he thinks his participation with QAnon affects his job as a police officer. He said his participation with QAnon affects his position. In a positive way, absolutely. What the fuck? Researching Q requires an open mind, great investigatory skills, and a desire to get to the truth. Is in every police investigation a search for the truth? You solve crimes by having an open mind, thinking outside the box, and not allowing outside influences to affect your investigation. It would seem I'm the perfect guy for the job. The article goes on. The mayor said he called the officers who confirmed to him they were attending the rally on their own time and they were not wearing any City of LaSalle affiliated attire. I said, what you do on your own time is your choice, and that's your right. Grove said. Grove mentioned from what he has seen, the two police officers' social media accounts were not associated with the city or their duties with the city. Grove wants the public to know that any concern, whether it be the police department, the public works, the parks and rec, any kind of concern we get on conduct, on respect, on something unethical or immoral or safety-wise, we're going to investigate it. The city has zero tolerance for anything related to those things, he said. So the mayor covering for the cops. Jesus Christ. Maneki said on fucking record, yes, I'm a pilled QAnon cop. And yes, QAnon affects my job. And yes, In positive I think that, ways. And also, yeah. <laughs> yes, I think, that, I think that the kind of investigations that, that I do with QAnon getting pilled with my phone, with my dog in my lap online, it's equivalent to sort of detective work. It actually feeds into it. It feeds into it. It supports it. It supports, it. supports it. He's and leveling it. up at home. Yeah. No, this is, oh my God. Well, I mean, how many, uh, how many lockers do you think this guy has filled with blurry JPEGs? Just evidence lockers full of <laughs> printed memes and <laughs> old burner phones. Yeah. I mean, could you? <laughs> fucking arresting people because they have like triangle earrings. They think they're yeah. like, you know, oh, you know I pedophiles. See you. I see you've got a spiral tattoo. I'm oh, going to execute yeah. you right here and kill your dog too. From this incident, it seems that a world is coming in which it's actually totally fine for law officers to believe in adrenochrome and false flags by night and police us by day. Journalistic nonprofit Muckrock has attempted multiple times to request, quote, use of force records from the LaSalle Police Department regarding Maniki and Kunkel through the Freedom of Information Act. But the department has failed to respond within 20 business days. In fact, they haven't responded once since the original FOIA request was made on June 29th. So it's difficult to ascertain whether the officer's judgment has been compromised by his QAnon beliefs due to this intentional lack of evidence by the department. Casual support for QAnon among police officers is something we have observed arise in recently. One listener sent us a photograph of an Irvine, California police department motorcycle that had a where we go one, we go all license plate frame. In our recent TikTok forays, we have also encountered a few pro-QAnon cops. One is a female officer who appears to be working for the Jacksonville, Florida office of the sheriff. In a now-deleted TikTok video, she can be seen crying with the caption, I just watched The Fall of the Cabal by Janet Osibard. If you watch it, you will ugly cry too alongside the hashtags where we go when we go all, fall of the cabal, red pill, and red kingdom. The soundtrack of the video is a song by Elevation Worship, a contemporary Christian band. I wanted to play this video for you two boys. Wiping away tears in uniform, inner police vehicle, just awful. <sighs> 
just this is like we are so, so fucked. fucked. Just this is just me in my police car being emotionally unstable while on duty. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Oh my god. And proud. Yeah, she proud, wrote Proud wants yeah. to go wants to have that moment, wants yeah. people to see her crying that she's yeah. moved to tears As by she, the yeah. YouTube video. As she wipes her eyes, the officer continues to caption the video. She says, I am broken. How can people be so evil? How can we be so manipulated? And finally, God please help us. Although the video is now gone from her TikTok, it is worth noting that the officer racked up about 5.5K likes and almost 1,000 comments on the post, which is way better in terms of metrics than her average video, which is a mix of like bizarre pro-police messaging, petty grievances against like the dispatcher assigned to her that day, and uh, crypto thirst traps where she's trying to make her way into like hot cop culture, which apparently is a thing on TikTok, which I hate. So... Damn, it just yeah. shut the just shut the social media down. We need to this shut it all down. That's what I'm saying. Man. That's <laughs> all we need to do. That's Listen, literally all our, we our, need to our do. EMP there things are like a few god databases or wires we could burn somewhere. Yeah. They exist. We, we gotta them we gotta do are. like oh, a no, that sounds like domestic impos- terrorism. I don't Mission like Impossible style <laughs> infiltration to I, shut I would down like to the use, servers. Do EMP bombs really exist where nothing really I, happens? We have to research this. We have to research the bombs that don't destroy anything. But just shut them down. I will do a premium episode sure. on on how to potentially how the three of us could destroy terrible social idea. media terrible idea we're not going to do any of this i'm not a citizen of this nation no. i can't afford so, to fuck around like this you morons all right another officer present on tiktok and promoting QAnon is sergeant dustin schultz of the moore oklahoma pd he posted a video on july 16th 2020 in which he can be seen sitting in his squad car bopping his head to sweet dreams by eurythmics with the following captions popping up Anyone else's For You page blowing up with Q? And the fact it's no coincidence, celebs and some powerful people aren't being heard from. He then pulls his sunglasses down and raises his eyebrows suggestively as he sips from a Chick-fil-A soda. Guess we will see in September. In the captions, he adds, interesting, hashtag where we go and we go all. Guess we'll see in September. That's just a fucking Q drop, you know, Mm -hmm. it's happening. That's right. He has 109,000 followers. Fuck. Because he's a hot cop, I think. Like I, I think he's what? considered he, to be he's a in hot it. Cop. Yeah, sorry. I've seen hotter. Yeah, but conservative don't get wet for the same reasons you do. All right. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> we reached out to the Moore Police Department, but have not received a response at the time of this recording. Sergeant Schultz's followers, although he had not posted about QAnon directly before, seem very much unbothered. Here are a few responses. First cop I've seen promote Q. I love it. Heart, heart, heart. <laughs> WWG1, WGA. Defund Hollywood. Thank you for your service. Heart, heart, heart. U.S. flag. It's great to see a person in your position speaking out about this. Thank you. Stay safe while keeping others safe. 100%. Police and FBI have known about this for years. They also know that BLM is a Marxist organization trying to take over U.S. All of this is mighty disturbing. But what if a cop was into QAnon and also entered the noble profession of podcasting? An August 6 article in the New Haven Independent comes to the rescue. It covered Officer Jason Bandy of the New Haven, Connecticut Police Department. Jason, or Jay as he goes, is quite the Renaissance man. He has a massive throat and neck tattoo of the Great Seal of the United States, and another one right below his hairline that states Veni Vidi Vici, over which he once sued his police department for discrimination. Jason also owns a company called V-Rush Vapes, quote, the world's first vape-delivered pre-workout. <laughs> Come on. Come on. you got to be kidding me. you got to be kidding. The fucking... For the gym rat vapor. Fuck me. So, so here's from their website. A product built by athlete for athletes. V-Rush was born when Jason, longtime fitness enthusiast, could not find a 
pre-workout in the market that works for himself without upsetting his digestive system. <laughs> Through his own research, he learned he learned that, that one of that one possible culprit comes from the harmful additive and fillers most powder supplement pre-workouts contain. As he opted for the options for the premium brands slash companies, he was surprised to find that his stomach problems is still not resolved. <laughs> Quote, having a bloated stomach before and during training sucks. That feeling of sluggish and bloated is just not worth the extra boost in pumps and sports performance. <laughs> this is this kept me away from pre-workout for years until our team of athletes and scientists made V-Rush vapes a reality. Now I can truly enjoy the benefit of pre-workout without any stress to my stomach, says Jason. The vapes contain agmatine sulfate, citrulline malate, beetroot extract, L-tyrosine, L-theanine, taurine, caffeine, riboflavin, vegetable glycerin, pineapple extract, and lime extract. Jason has adopted, quote, for the love as his personal brand. This covers his photography and fitness hustles, but it's also the name of his podcast, on which he invites some very pilled guests to hash out a variety of things. Episode 13 is unusually short and was shot in his car alone. In it, he explains his approach. What's up, guys? Jay here from For the Love. I want to get into some conspiracies because as far-fetched as they seem, the dots are connecting. And next week uh, on the For the Love podcast, episode 13, we're going to have on a, a buddy of mine named Mike who is deep into these conspiracies um, and has actually opened my mind to a lot, made me kind of see what oh, is no. really going on behind the scenes Killed, buddy. But let's get into it. I mean, we see what's going on, okay? The coronavirus. Now, is this really just a sickness or was it being used as a biochemical weapon? Well, I believe it's a biochemical weapon. Here's why. Um, there's many things, you know, man-made off patent in January, you know, Bill Gates with the vaccines and, um, you know, him talking about for years, something like this happening. Does it make sense? I'm stopping it now. Not, not to cut him off. He has nothing further to say on that. He's about to jump to adrenochrome. <laughs> just like, just like, Hey, some things that kind of weird. I like Bill Gates. I heard that. Like, I thought he was going to maybe like try the scientific route where yeah, like, no. why well, I examined the, the RNA evidence. And guys, clearly look, this guys, is constructed look. in the lab. Guys, no, look, I even reference that. There's stuff with Bill Gates. That he's got vaccines. Yes, it makes um, you think. I like evidence. Bill Gates very much, and uh, yo, he's talking a lot. So I think this is a biochemical weapon. But what I really want to get into is the elite and the child pedophilia, adrenochrome, and those things. We'll get into it deeper on the podcast. But the bottom line is this: if you don't know what adrenochrome is, adrenochrome is the blood of children, and it's extracted from the children during a time where they're terrified, tortured, whatever it is to scare them so that the adrenaline is running through their blood, okay? The elite is taking this blood, they're drinking it, and it's giving them superhuman effects, okay? Fountain of youth effects. That's why if you really think about it, you don't see people like presidents, celebrities, um, you know, high-powered people really dying at young ages, dying of diseases, unless they're older, or, you know, like, yeah, maybe one or two here and there. Um, but a lot of them aren't. They're dying of old age or they're dying of drug overdoses. You don't see a lot of these high-powered people dying from just normal um, disease at young ages or... or um, it's because they have money. And the any other types of, of uh, Yeah, they can afford... <laughs> 
fucking skin creams <laughs> and healthcare. Oh, what the fuck? I have about 10 more videos of this guy. Your brain is going to melt. He has a lot of good points. And his he friends, has a lot of good ideas. And his friends his are friends doing a are great somehow, job keeping him pilled. They're as dumb as him, but they're meaner. <laughs> so, Travis, have you been thinking a lot? Because, I, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you've been I've, thinking? Because yeah, Jason wants you to think some more. So, think about that. Think about that. Really think about that. It's crazy. All right? So... <laughs> Also think that these children have to be nine under nine years old, okay? The fountain of youth. They're pure, all right? And then you also have to think that everything in this world comes from our body. Everything does. The body is the most powerful thing in the world. We have chemicals inside our body that we don't even know what they can do. Like, tremendous effects, all right? That's why they say we really have an inner pharmacy and we don't need pharmaceuticals. And where do you think these pharmaceuticals are being made from? They're being mimicked off of the body, okay? So... Think about how powerful the body is. So these elites are, are torturing these kids. Um, yes, there's sex involved. There's all these things, okay? Trafficking these children for these the blood and, and all these other rituals that they do. They are satanic worshipers, the Illuminati, part of that deep state, all this. So this wow, is a police officer. Like... And I blame Joe Rogan, honestly, because Joe Rogan has this way of making you think that every person should know a little bit about everything yeah. and like kind of like make their own cool, like, you know, solo guy path through life, parkouring <laughs> through information at any speed you want. That's a good way. And of this guy it. is like, I guess each part of what he's saying could only properly be explored by an actual specialist because it's way too, you know, but he just has this layman's confidence, an incredible layman's confidence. You know what's happening, guys? Um, the trafficking is happening, the death. Um, there are hurricanes. The body, the body's a miracle. Bodies, body's a fucking miracle, bro. Body's a battery. The body's amazing when you think about it. I really think about it. Like if you're, if you're a fucking cop, aren't you like curious why these people aren't being arrested? If you think these crimes are being committed, aren't you a little? Like, don't you yeah, have don't, to at least know a little bit about the legal system? Would every, wouldn't everybody at the force be like? Well, Bill, yep, just bagged me another elite pedophile over on Bloor Street. <laughs> right? Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, like you would, it would be, you would know it through experience, not yeah, that like no. you had to read about it online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You would be like, you know, it'd be part of your, you, I mean, I assume they undergo some kind of training, right? Yeah. They sort of understand how detective work operates. So you guys uh, remember uh, that friend he mentioned? You have to go to police school, right? The, right. Yeah, Academy. Well. That friend Mike he mentioned? Yeah, right. Y'all remember yeah. him? All right, well, here's Mike. The rumor is they're going to all be coming down. They're going to all be going down. And I'm hearing that's why they're going to go Guantanamo. Very well, yeah. Very, that makes sense. Very well could happen, yeah, for sure. You're going to tell me that all these people that are billionaires can have anything they want in the world they're all having sex with kids. Now, I do think that a lot of them are, yes, but I do think that these kids are being used for other things as well. Yeah, they're being um, used as sex toys. They're getting sacrificed. This is something that's going on right now behind the scenes that not many people know about. These satanic rituals that they do. Spirit cooking and all that stuff. Spirit cooking, I mean. Um, Look it up, guys. It's something that not many people are aware of. And uh, Moloch, who is actually the person that they sacrifice these things to, have started way, way back in the day. And you could look that up. Wait look up Moloch. That name? Moloch. Yeah. That sounds like Obama's brother's name. Well, Malik, <laughs> yeah. He's another person that you can search in his Twitter because he's talking a lot of stuff right now as far as adrenochrome. Adrenochrome is, uh, from my understanding, is uh, from the 
adrenal glands. It's a um, of children. Yep, of children. You know, underage, uh, probably at the ages of. I heard nine, you know, and, under. nine and under. Yeah. Yep. And it's a very potent drug. It has yep. LSD effects, yeah. uh, like speed effects, and combined, that's yeah. that's their uh, their vitality uh, serum. Youth. This is a guy I bought weed from in college. I'm sure. Just <laughs> they're fucking just just melting Travis, uh, huffing each other's farts. They'd be yeah. like, all, oh yeah, I heard that they're you know as young as nine, and they're like uh, Moloch. That sounds like Malik kind of symbolism. Would be the downfall. They just blah, blah, blah. Yeah, they're just, all, just yeah, he, they're just, just connecting. Yeah, yeah, he's just feeding the stuff. He knows what the guy's gonna say because the guy's been telling him for weeks about Moloch, and yeah. so he's just going like, oh yeah, and what's the like what's the um. The that evil thing. Another thing you told me that one night where we had some beers, and he's like, and he's like, Malik, oh yeah, uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah, that guy, that he Malik, he's been going on for a long time. You should look him up. Look it, look it up, guys. Look it up. Look it up, guys. Yep. So yeah, that that's Mike. Uh, he can't stop looking at his phone, and uh, yeah, they, they also have some like religious thoughts about Trump. Mm. Yeah, he's saving us. And here's the thing: the Bible kind of predicted this. In a Everything way, that's yeah. going on, and here's what we think: we think that. We read the Bible and we think, oh, it says Jesus is going to come back. He's going to be our savior. It's not, we think we're going to look out the window and see Jesus walking down the street. That's how we are as people. But the reality is it can happen in any way. He could come back as anything. I'm not saying he's Trump. I'm saying he could be coming back as anything. So potentially Trump is a reincarnation of Jesus is oh, what they seem right. to That's, both be I, nodding I, to. I hope that narrative doesn't catch on. So now it's time to take a look at Mike's very dark side, uh, his thoughts on homosexuals. Oh, man. If you're a, a gay person or if you think these things, you're you're not sustaining life. You're doing the opposite. You're actually creating a, a disposition as far as... Uh, you know, not creating life. And um, that's kind of what their goal is. Uh, when I say there, I say elites because they want us to stop creating life. They do that through trying to normalize, uh, you know, gayness. Uh, they try to normalize that through men starting to dress like women. That ultimately leads to you know, men thinking men are handsome or, you know, uh, you see these, uh, you know, in schools now, uh, the drag queens starting yeah, to yeah. talk to little kids, get them to, you know, I started at an early age to, to understand, like, that this is normal when like, I'm starting to believe that it's, you know, it's more of like a mental disorder. Uh, and, like, look, don't get me wrong, I have a lot of uh, friends that you know not a lot but i'm not opposed yeah i'm not yeah you want to be gay be gay i'm, you're just I'm saying, all for that but you're just saying that this is what you believe the bigger plan is yeah saying. exactly this is so so i gay love that is fine if you want to be but it's also a plot by the illuminati yeah, for, you're, for you're, population control by far the best is they are trying to normalize it by making men dress like women, and the result of that is that men think men are handsome. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. I know. Brain melting. Beautiful I, stuff. Looney you know, Tunes shit. I'm, I'm, I'm a little like, bit. Up. It's literally the Bugs Bunny doctrine. Like, you fucking <laughs> put some lipstick at. Oh my God, I would fuck the shit out of this female rabbit. I watched, um, you know, you watch things like uh, even they, you know, they don't even try to hide it. 
you watch things like Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You know, you wanna, you know, you wanna fuck both Brad Pitt and and Leonardo DiCaprio by the end of the movie. You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's terrible yeah. what they're doing. He's putting sexual thoughts in my brain, and then I wouldn't have a kid. If if I get too horny for these guys that I'm looking at dressed as 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 ladies, I'm never gonna fucking you know find a lovely lady to to, to settle down with, have a kid. Yeah. What's my mom gonna say? What's my mom gonna say? So his guest on episode 26 was Eddie Dorenzo, who's a childhood friend of Jason's who could easily be an extra on The Sopranos, and he gets interviewed wearing a sleeveless blue Umbro shirt and like matching shorts, like a full basketball kind of thing. Hell yeah! Sitting on a checkered leather couch as he fidgets constantly with his phone. Man, this is the fucking dream team right here. People are there's a there's a a lot of fakeness going around with this whole racial divide thing because. There's people that are jumping on the on the bandwagon of either BLM or or saying that they want to defund the police or whatever it is, just so yeah. that they don't have to deal with the backlash of the left or whoever, and their their you know houses or properties don't get ruined or they they don't get um, you know accosted there's by a, a mob. There's a guy that's on Fox News. He's a black guy. I forgot his older black guy. I forgot his name. He's like. Like his job is like historical black black things, and, I, and he said he said like the BL, BLM is completely wrong, and that they don't know any of the facts. I got I gotta get his name. Oh, up I don't doubt that at, at all. Of course they don't. That's been already about Larry Elder. You know, proven around the around the the block a couple times. So a specialist on black historical thing. Maybe not, but Can't I know that, I know Larry Elder's very anti BLM and fucking on mm. Fox News saying that all the fucking time. Just great. Can't even figure out who it is. Whatever. Move on. The origin of mankind on Earth. Some people say that the first people, the first ever people in the world were African American, yeah. and they were created by aliens. I heard that more. And heard that the reason why is because they had the most pure. DNA. Yes. That's the rumor. So there's a lot of theories of what it is. But anyways, so the first people in the world were African American. <laughs> yes. Let's, but let's created, break that down created for by just aliens. a moment. Created by aliens. Created yeah. by aliens. Mm -hmm. I mean, I... Uh, Hard. I mean... It hurts. It hurts to... to I, it was, I was going to break this apart, but it feels like degrading to even have to consider all the ways in which it is wrong. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Well, we have to move on again to uh, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett's marriage. Like, I, I don't know if this how true this is, but like Will Smith and Jada Pinkett, they have an open marriage, and she has a younger boyfriend. Well, I hear just, Will Smith is a part of the whole. Oh yeah, so just look how like, these people have all this money, but look at he was on else. Epstein's flight logs. Yeah, look how messed up these people are. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> Epstein's flight logs is this weird thing where they can just say anyone now. Yeah, They're like yeah. oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Will Smith is in Epstein's flight logs. Can you cite a reference where where? Yeah. Show me where yeah. in the flight logs that's available online. They can't because it, they just say any name now. It's just become memed. It's 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 memed. It's it's usefulness away. Like any 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 real like investigating that you could do about Epstein and what he was up to in his network is has completely been like um, dulled yeah. by like this kind of bullshit. It's it almost feels intentional. I know. I posted a video that it was it was supposed to be an, it was an opening to a tunnel. For the Illuminati. 
Really? And they had a parade. They had demonic creatures. Yeah, it was like, you have to see the video I posted. Really? It was like a, it was like a, in the tunnel they opened up, but it was for Illuminati, all this crazy thing. That's interesting. Yeah, it's a lot of, a lot of crazy things. You know, I think that you, you kind of have to have faith in something and, and, and start to live a positive life to get through these things. So, yeah, you just have to have faith in something and have a, live a positive life to get through seeing a hole in a mountain where the Illuminati go in and demonic creatures dancing around it on a video. Unclear what he means here. I think he's talking about, I could be wrong, but there's this video that they always link to that's like, uh, it's basically like a just a kind of like costume parade and people have, you know, like elaborate headdresses and stuff and they're all like, oh, it's it's Illuminati symbols. <laughs> Hold on. Yeah. I'm just going to Google Illuminati parade. Oh, we have Eddie Dorenzo here in the studio. Thank you uh, for <laughs> joining us. I think you more or less get the point. Jason Bandy is a police officer surrounded by horrible friends, and he is profoundly red-pilled on QAnon and many other things. When asked about Bandy, New Haven Police Chief Otoniel Reyes declined to comment, noting that an internal affairs investigation is currently underway. But the investigation could very well be unrelated to the podcast and Bandy's QAnon beliefs. The New Haven Independent article about him really delineates how difficult it is to discipline police officers, even when everyone knows there's an issue. The journalists who contributed to this piece are Paul Bass, Nora Grace Flood, and Colin Chiang. Bandy has wrestled with authority in his decade as a New Haven cop. At least three chiefs have raised questions about his fitness for the job and sought either to fire him or set the conditions for a potential firing. In an unsuccessful lawsuit, Bandy argued that a former chief and assistant chief conspired to try to fire him and frame him as mentally unstable by, in part, deliberately issuing him a broken firearm. Bandy argued in that suit that his colleagues helped cover up the incident by fabricating evidence that made him look as if he didn't know how to use the gun. Bandy remains on the job even after the city's Board of Elders took the unusual step in 2010 of voting to recommend that he not carry an NHPD badge and gun. One time a chief did succeed in firing him. But then the police union struck a deal to reinstate him. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Bandy has been arrested at least three times over the years, including in a domestic call at his mother's home, driving while using a mobile phone, and causing a disturbance at a Center Street bar where he went after calling in sick, getting drunk, and urinating on the floor. That sounds like quite a night. Yeah, sounds like a good time, but just not someone I want enforcing laws. Mm, yeah, yeah, don't really. Uh, yeah. But they tried. Everyone knows there's something wrong. Like yeah, I so said, they've just, been trying. Just it just doesn't work. Doesn't stick. <laughs> you can't dislodge yeah. him. It's like it's a fucking gang, man. It's yeah. just it's, it's just a mafia. Wait, Absolutely. Wait, wait a minute. Uh, he's on leave with injury. Yes. Do we think he got injured, got on painkillers, and got fucking super susceptible to being pilled? Maybe he does sound fucked up in a lot of his videos, but I don't know if it's <gasps> weed or this, drinking. This fucking this opioid theory you're yeah, working the, with the, it the, needs to be investigated more I, I, yeah the pipeline the I put opioid it out there, pipeline to QAnon I put it out there the scientists need to do the work because I'm not gonna yeah, yeah, I'm not a scientist. Yeah, that's me, for damn me neither. Sure. But please, dude, uh, put that into your science machine. Oh, yeah. See what it yeah. spits out. Yeah. yeah, see what it spits yeah. out. Output, you know, <laughs> help us understand why the world is breaking. Is it opioids? Yeah, get a couple beakers set up. Bandy, uh, as Jake said, is currently on leave with an injury. He has expressed outrage at the attention his social media posts and podcasts have gotten from the press, claiming that it, quote, put me, my family, and career in jeopardy and danger. Bandy's latest episode of the For the Love podcast is now four weeks old. It was that one with Eddie Dorenzo, um, which, by the way, like has whole parts where they just go, they just talk about Eddie Dorenzo's various addictions, like gambling and shit like that. And he kind of tries to do like, 
I don't know, a bit of therapy with him somewhat. It's very strange. Weird. Yeah. And in the video, uh, if you watch it, you can see his like kind of shaved like muscular leg kind of on the left. And he's behind the camera, almost like he's like doing a weird kind of casting thing with his buddy, just making sure that he understands that he's more of the subject. So the whole interview is just fucking haunted. So yeah, that's kind of the the uh, episode about QAnon cops. Obviously, we don't have uh, a lot of information. A lot of this is, is anecdotal. I mean, we I'm not claiming that anyone's on a police force without actual evidence. So, that, so everything we've laid out here uh, kind of does have that backing. But I'm sure there's so much more that we don't know because most cops that follow QAnon probably are smart enough to just shut up about it. No, of course, of course. Like, like for every you know QAnon cop who's dumb enough to just post, "Yes, I love Q." Where we go, mm-hmm. when we go, all there's gotta be many more who are better at hiding their power level, perhaps understand how this might potentially put their this career in jeopardy if they're totally open about this shit. And yeah. there are people like Maniki who are just willing to go We're on just- record and just tell you everything about how it's great, actually, and it is affecting their job, but in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> no, and fuck like, off. Well, I can't fucking believe it's I incredible. Mean, cop, it's a, yes, I'm in the queue without. Yes, it's yeah. affecting my job. It is absolutely this deranged online conspiracy theory yeah. based on the fucking chance. No, but he opens by saying influencing it's influencing how I do my fucking job as a police officer. <laughs> yeah. Unfucking believable. <laughs> that yeah. is the first off mic yell by Travis. We're getting there. Yeah, we're, we're getting working, there with him. We're really He thinks working he's working on it. you, but we're all working on the him. The thing is, too, is that, like if you think about it, just the nature of like the job of a police officer is like perfect environment for getting. Yeah like pilled yeah. because you're you're in a car with another guy <laughs> for like eight hours a day you're yeah. like hunting hey you down. heard about that video hey yeah yeah exactly you're like yeah. oh man dude oh i watched like part four of the cabal yeah. oh, you gotta watch that dude it's it slowly spreads you yeah, know? yeah having said all that obviously the police problem is much bigger than QAnon. that's a, a totally different issue we're really kind of i guess taking a look at how QAnon is uh, currently currently has, festering, I guess, in that yeah. environment, uh, but but it is definitely worrying, if not surprising, to see these kinds of extreme right wing conspiracy theories spreading in the ranks with such ease. Like it seems like a good fit. Thanks for listening to another episode of the QAnon Anonymous podcast. Please go to Patreon.com/QAnonAnonymous and subscribe for five bucks a month to get a whole second episode every week. Plus access to our entire archive of premium episodes. When you subscribe, you help us stay advertising free and editorially independent. We usually stream twice a week at twitch.tv slash QAnon Anonymous. And for everything else, we have QAnonAnonymous.com where you can find merch, a link to our Discord, access to the missing two to six episodes, etc. Listener, Listener, until next until week, next may, week the may the deep dish bless you, bless you and, and keep, you. keep you. It's not a conspiracy, it's fact. And now, today's auto cue. What's up, guys? Jay here from For the Love, and I want to ask everybody a question. How important is love? How important is it to you? How much do you really think about it on a daily basis? I bet you don't think about it that often, and that's a shame. See, love is probably the most important emotion that we have in our body, okay? People do crazy things because of it, both good and bad. It's something that we should want to learn more about, spread more often, and absolutely accept it. It will change your life. You need to be able to understand this emotion, control this emotion, embrace this emotion, and it will bring you amazing things. You can't go out searching for it. 
can only give it. And when you start to give it, you will get it in return. That's how life works. If you're not thinking about this on a daily basis, it's something that you should start doing. You should base your life around this. Because in reality, what do you have to lose? What do you have to lose?